the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, two days since Election Day. And uh, y'all remember back in the good old days when it was Election Day, right? Not Election Weeks. Not Election Months. Not election, you know. Let's 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 uh, stop the count till we see how much we need for our guy to get pushed over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we're gonna we're gonna go print. We're gonna hit the print button on some ballots and you know, manufacture. You know, this is we have officially reached crazy town, my friends. And I, my question for you guys tonight is: it, What do you think the solution is to end this? Do you think the solution is that going to come about in the form of lawsuits? And if so, how? Or do you think that it's too late even for lawsuits to fix this, given the chaos, the orchestrated chaos that has gone on here? Do you think the solution might be, as I pose today, that it might be an actual redo? Should we have an, and, and if so, how should we do it? And I'm, I'm not the first person. Actually, I, I, I thought of it today and then I saw somebody else who who posed the question on Twitter? It was actually Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. A redo, and if so, do we do we do just the swing states, the ones that that are so corrupted? How do we do this? Because initially, I thought, well, maybe the solution is we just get rid of these mail in ballots, as as President Trump said today. That's the mail in ballots have destroyed our system. Absolutely, as others have pointed out, our system was not set up for this, and this is absolute intentional orchestrated chaos. Absolute chaos. Because think think of think of why chaos benefits election fraud. Because it becomes so overwhelming, it's hard to get your hands around it. When things when when you dot every I and things and things are buttoned up and buttoned down, then you're then you're able to come in and everybody's able to come in after the fact and see actually what went down and what went on and get to an accurate count. This is not two thousand where people are going to be sitting around tables counting chats. That's that's not the situation here. So how do we do a redo? Do we do we redo the entire election? Do we the the swing states that have been so corrupted? I thought maybe we just throw out those mail in ballots because but then some of them are actually valid. So then we're going to be disenfranchising good votes. How do we determine at this point the legal versus the illegal? So that got me thinking about maybe the solution is, at least for the swing states, is we have another election. You know, what? our country, if you care, if you actually care about having every vote counts and you actually care about the integrity of our election system, why wouldn't you be willing to go back to the polls and vote? Why wouldn't you be willing to do that? And if you really believe in your guy Biden, if you really believe that this many Americans 
President Trump got five million more votes than he did in 2016. But somehow we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden got even more to Trump. And we're going to get into some of the details in a minute. But I am not believing even even outside of all the details. And there's many today that are saying they're not convinced that there's fraud. Do you not understand common sense? Let's look at it from a common sense standpoint. Because in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. It does not make sense that 5 million more people voted for President Trump this year than they did in 2016, but Joe Biden won. It doesn't make sense that President Trump got the greatest number of non-white voters in 60 years. And still lost. It doesn't make sense that President Trump got more women, more Christian voters. He got more. They're more Christian. The evangelical vote came out bigger this time than they did in 2016 and voted uh, for Trump as opposed to Biden. But we're supposed to believe that Biden won. If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. I think I think I, I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. That's a question for you tonight. Do you, do you think that that makes sense? What do we do at this point? Do you, do you do you think that the way to go is just to trust all these lawsuits? Do you think somebody should be looking for a redo at the situation? 888-344-1170. We've got uh, John Hayward from Breitbart who's going to be here tonight to give his perspective and I got to bring in my man who uh predicted he he said I'm predicting I'm predict- he didn't predict Trump was going to win in a landslide landslide. And legitimately that is exactly what happened. It is. So, of course, y'all know the voice. It's my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, no classy liner tonight, people. I'm a little upset, not going to lie. I even cried a bit last night because we are having the very soul of this nation stolen from us. And I was in the studio with you, Andrea, moments before the show. Hadn't thought about the redo. And listening to your intro right there, you know what? I don't think you redo the swing states. You redo this whole thing. And like you just said, if you really care, I don't care whether you're a Trump supporter or whether you're a Biden supporter. If you really care about getting this election right, you will be there to vote again. Trump and his people need to take this to the Supreme Court and say, you know what? Do this whole thing over and do it now. Yeah. I, you know, we've never done a redo of an election in this country. But when you've got this much of a mess there's nobody if you, there's nobody who should be trusting what's going on in Nevada, in Arizona, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia. We actually had a Democrat poll watcher who did a video talking about the uh, the shenanigans and the fraud taking place and his video has been taken down and censored by Twitter. There was a, a you could go to Gateway Pundit and see a video of a ballot count watcher describing 130,000 ballots, 100% for Biden that came in in the middle of the night in two different uh, three vehicles at 4 a.m. Yeah, you can tell me these five states that Trump was leading in on election night handily, every single one of them, conveniently all pause their, their votes, and one by one, they find just enough votes for Biden to win. It's ridiculous. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The Nevada GOP uh, tweeted out that they have sent a criminal referral to Attorney General Barr for 3,000 instances of voter fraud that they have identified. And that includes absentee ballots. We had a healthy debate here at the studio. Uh, before uh, before the show, the debate, you know, I have been saying for a while on the show, since mail-in balloting first arose on the scene, uh, President Trump, by the way, uh, was absolutely dead on, just like he was dead on in the spring of 2017 when he said that the, de- that the Obama administration spied on him and everybody said he was wrong. He has said from day one that these mail-in ballots were nothing but a, f- but a fraud plan in action, and he was absolutely correct. And I started saying then that I didn't like absentee ballots because it provided 
provided and, or, and on top of early voting because it provided too much of a means for fraud. It was the gateway drug and that I don't like anything done for convenience because it provides no matter how it, it, you know, it, it helpful it might be to us because all it's done is provide an opportunity for the Democrats. I think that uh, I, I think that we should be discussing and the Republican Party, no option at this point should be taken off the table, including a redo. I, if American Idol can tally 150 million votes in a commercial break, the United States of America could have a redo and get an accurate at actual proper election result. And quite frankly, doing it after the fact. Wouldn't that really show actually the real pulse of the American people? Who really cares enough to come back on a, uh, and and vote again? Y'all may be saying that I'm crazy right now to even be suggesting this. Going forward, I think what we need to do, and I've been saying this for a while, is we need to go back to the old school days where you had to vote in person unless you were in military or you were infirm or had some justification. If we could do same day registration, you can show proof that you have a legitimate short list of legitimate reasons for why you can't go in person. And coronavirus was not a legitimate reason. Yeah, there's no excuse. You know, it's November 3rd every two or four years. Get ready for it. Yeah. Um, I don't usually take calls in the open, but I'm going to take a call right now because Joel from San Diego is on the line. And he's got a comment on the redo. And I don't know because I, I don't know. I don't see it on the, the caller board. I don't know if he's calling to tell me I'm a kook or what he's calling to say. <laughs> hey, Joel, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, good to be back. Um, number one, Joe Biden did not get more votes than Obama. Come on. Right. You, you want me to believe that? Number two, if we do a redo, which I, I I hadn't heard that at all. Thanks for bringing that up. It needs to have a federal standard mm-hmm. because all the states have a different standard. It, it'll just be the same thing all over again. So there needs to be some kind of federal act that it's all the same standard set by the federal government. Otherwise, we're going to have a redo of what this chaos is. Absolutely. You know, if we have federal elections, I'm I'm cool with the different states doing, you know, different things, maybe in terms of their ballot measures or how, you know, we, we you know, recall for, you know, governor. But when it comes to a federal election, it does not make sense to me that we do not have federal standards. Somebody said to me yesterday, a wise woman, I'm not going to out her here on my radio show, but she said that we should not have some mayor of upper butt crack Pennsylvania somewhere deciding our elections and deciding, you know, uh, we, you know, well, we're just going to allow for mail-in ballots to come in for weeks afterwards. You know what? We're not going to require matching signatures and we're not going to do this while mail-in ballots are handled differently in another part of this country. We need to be uh, our election day is November, uh, the second November of uh, second Tuesday of every November. And here's how it's going to be handled for our federal elections. And that includes Congress people. So absolutely. I, I like your points there, Joel. Thank you for calling in by the way. All right. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Uh, I'm going to go to Robert quickly before I got to go to break. He wants to uh, weigh in on the election as well. Hey, Robert. Hey, Andrea. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, my friend. Good. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, um, I know I'm, I agree, but the thing about a redo is how do we make it, how do we keep it honest? You know what I mean? It's, it's just, um, I guess it would be because we don't want to fall back into it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I think that's why the previous caller, Joel, had a good point where there should be federal standards uh, related to it if we're going to do a redo. I think it's, you know, if 
uh, if if you have consistent standards across the board, then it then it prevents the shenanigans that are taking place. It prevents these little uh, power mad, power hungry people like the attorney general in Pennsylvania who just declared up front, you know what, uh, we're we're just going to keep counting. There's no way President mm-hmm. Trump is going to win the state of Pennsylvania. There's no way he should be allowed to be in that position when he's d- displaying that level of bias. So right, um, you know, and the mail in balloting should have never been been allowed. Um, it you know um, you know. I, I never got my mail-in ballot, by the way. There was a lady that came to the microphones in Nevada who, who spoke today and said that, uh, that she, was, she was contacted or she contacted. She didn't get her mail-in ballots, and she found out she was told when she went in that she had already voted, and she knows other people. Yeah. She knows other I people. Heard that too. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that had happened with. So um, you know, there's, there's much that we need to do going forward. Immediately, we need to be thinking about how to solve this crisis that we're in right now because we absolutely are in a constitutional crisis you know, in this country with this. This is banana republic level stuff. I got to leave it there, Robert, because we've got uh, John Hayward from Breitbart who's okay. going to be with us in a moment. Thank you for calling in, my friend. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, Skins has a comment, makes you wonder about the timing of the coronavirus. I don't know that the timing of the Rona, um, it, it's more of the Democrats let no crisis go to waste. And so they Yeah, I've exactly- always been very conspiratorial about the timing of things. And so, I mean, it does line up. But yeah, they, de- they de- Democrats never waste an opportunity. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go to John Hayward from Breitbart, who will be with us. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. The question of the day is, I've been pondering, what's the solution here? The solution immediately to solve this chaotic nightmare that we are in with this election. Is is it really lawsuits? Or is that really going to get us a, a success here, given the amount of chaos and shenanigans and the... the all the different ways that the fraud has been occurring here across the country. Is it possible maybe even not to do a redo here? Uh, I tell you uh, who's absent of any suggestions on what to do here seems to be the Republican Party and the GOP senators. Uh, here to discuss what's going on uh, with this is John Hayward from Breitbart. And hello, John. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Okay, so um, earlier on Twitter, you were reminiscing, John Hayward, about the good old days of the hanging chad. Oh, back uh, when there was something physical we could touch, uh, not not like these uh, data files that we have now and all the different ways uh, that the fraud is occurring. Yeah, the good old days of the hanging chads. Uh, what's, what is... How do you see this playing out here? Because I, it's almost like a shock and awe of all the different ways that the fraud is going down. From people being denied access to the ballots that are showing up in the middle of the night to the USPS uh, were being directed to backdate mail-in ballots and on and on and on. How do, uh, what's, what, what's, how should we be viewing this? 
Well, I, I do live in Florida, and I can tell you that we're pretty happy that we're no longer the scene of the most horrifying disaster in election history. Yay. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. And and look at what happened after that. Now, I'm sure if you're old enough, you remember 2000, how terrible that all was. Mm-hmm. And lessons were learned. We learned not to do things like that anymore in Florida. And look at what happened this time. We had a huge election. We counted, what, three times as many ballots as Pennsylvania or these other states that are having all these problems. And we had it all wrapped up by 10 o'clock at night. You know, it's because rational procedures were put in place and they were followed and everything was kept neat and tidy. I don't think there's any easy way to untangle the knot of this mail-in balloting stuff. It was a horrendous idea. It never should have been allowed. It was a disaster from minute one. Everybody knew it would be. And there's just no way to really get to the bottom of it. I think you're right that it's going to turn into lawsuits. I don't know what those lawsuits are ultimately going to prove. I don't know what kind of security there really is on a mail-in ballot. If somebody waves one of these thumb drives that has 120,000 Joe Biden votes that appeared at three o'clock in the morning by magic, how do you prove that they're not for real? Is there really a system in place where you can go through them one at a time and say these are legitimate and these aren't? It's going to be that kind of fight. They're going to have to do that. But I, I don't know that there's a happy ending at the end of that. I don't know if they can prove that any of them are, are, are bad or fraudulent. But even for the ones that aren't actually fraudulent, it was just a terrible idea to make a loosey-goosey absentee balloting system that could be so easily abused and that made it so easy for people to thoughtlessly cast a vote weeks ago without putting the slightest bit of thought into what they were doing. A lot of those people that send in mail-in ballots, they don't know anything about the issues they don't, or anybody stands on anything. They probably voted before the first presidential debate was held. All they knew is that they were peeved at Trump because of the coronavirus, and that's all it took to dump their ballot in the mail, and it lowered the quality of our election. Well, and that's the that those those are the people that actually opened up a mail in ballot, decided to to vote via mail in and mail and mail it in. I never got my mail in ballot. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. I don't know if it was taken out of my mailbox and submitted and and by somebody else. Uh, we know that uh, voters across the country are saying they never got theirs or they were told that, that uh, it was submitted under their name and, and it was cast. We know that uh, they're in Georgia that they're going the, the Biden campaign was looking for volunteers to go door to door to fix the mail in balloting after the fact. So, you know, the, the I think that they can identify uh, it, it for and um, I think Pam Bondi's idea in Pennsylvania, at least, is, look, um, regardless of what the Supreme Court said, the state legislator does not have the are the people that are supposed to come up with the election laws and you cannot have these different officials just deciding to do these executive orders we had a judge that said the gavin newsom didn't have the right to just decide to go to a mail-in ballot system here in california of which he says is now going to be permanent because see how well it worked for them and so you know this is the game plan going forward and what a perfect way for them to steal the election i gotta tell you who i'm mostly mad at Right now, John Hayward, I'm mostly mad at the Republican Party because where were they when Trump was first crying foul about this in the spring? It's really been pretty thin on the ground. Ted Cruz has been outspoken so far, you know, from Texas, Senator from Texas, Mm -hmm. and not a whole lot of other Republicans really have have waded into the fray on President Trump's side that that were senators or congressmen. I suspect some of them just don't want to be involved in this. They're thinking about their future careers, Mm -hmm. their next election, how it would reflect on them with their local electorates. Some of them may think it's a lost cause at this point. It looks like the final counts are chugging home, and President Trump is going to come a bit short in Arizona from the last estimates, although there are still some people that think he can pull it out and will still win Arizona. We're a few days away. 
away from knowing the answer to that. But in the meantime, a lot of Republicans are just doing a little cost-benefit analysis and saying, what's in it for me to wade into this muddy pit fight, you know, when I can just sit this one out and run my mm-hmm. next campaign two years, four years down the road? And, and it's not a good reflection on them. This would not be happening to Democrats. If this yeah. was the other way around and, and you know, 150,000 mystery votes for President Trump appeared in the dead of night on election night, we cities would be burning. You know, let, let's well, yeah. there, there's no way the Democratic Party would tolerate that, not for an instant, not in their, not in their officials, not their media, not their voters. They would go to war the minute anything like that started happening in a close election to them. But Republicans are expected to roll over and take it and be nice guys. Well, because they, they're actually OK with that. Lindsey Graham doesn't give a crap. He's ridden, he's ridden uh, Donald Trump's coattails into, into 2020 and he didn't care about any of the rest of it. You know, it, neither is I, I went through a bunch of a uh, bunch of Twitter accounts today and I didn't see anything that was even right. Even Steve Scalise, my man out of Louisiana, fellow LSU grad, his 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 tweet was so milquetoast. We got to protect the transparency. Uh, you know, I was like, you got to be kidding me with that, man. You know, this is ridiculous. We are seeing a burglary in progress, John Hayward from Breitbart News, in, in what they are doing to steal this election in front of our very eyes. President Trump is the man. They got more non-white votes since, what, in 60 years of any Republican. He got the Latino vote out of, out of Florida. He got the working man vote. He got the evangelical vote. And they are sitting back and allowing all those votes to be disenfranchised, to be thrown away for, because uh, because they're just a bunch of opportunists who don't care. And as long as they got their gig, they don't care. Let me tell you, Michael Steele coming out today saying, well, we're just going to resurrect the Republican Party, the one that's going to be able to govern, you know, in the, you know, going forward in the majority. Is that the same Republican Party, John Hayward, that after Bush won, where he had both houses of Congress and the White House, did nothing but get us into endless wars, did the greedy geezer bill, exploded government. Uh, the American people isn't interested. The Republican voter is not interested in that Republican Party. In fact, that's why they went to Trump. And there are many of us today that are saying, you Republican Party, you better speak up or we will mobilize against you in two years on the midterms with primary challengers and we will make sure none of you get reelected. Sorry for my rant. Really one of the most it's the most fascinating thing about this. After all of the, the sturm and drang about the election counts is over, look at what happened here, that we were told all along that President Trump only appeals to white males and white supremacists and whatever else, and the opposite is what happened. He made huge inroads with every demographic everywhere, and it was on the, the purge of the historic victory. You know, would have completely turned conventional wisdom on its head, except white males turned against him. <laughs> you know, the one group that, that he didn't do well with was the white males who were supposedly the only ones that really liked him. It's hilarious that even white women who supposedly had completely cashed out mm-hmm. on Donald Trump and would never think of voting for pre-election, they did. He did better with them. The only group mm-hmm. he didn't do as well with was white males. And what does that mean? What's the psychology of that? Are we looking at a bunch of, of white male voters who voted against Trump because they were told all of the, the righteous minorities and women were voting against him and they didn't want to be seen as, as nasty people, so they, they went along? And meanwhile, those people actually were voting for Donald Donald Trump. What, what an amazing realignment we're looking at here. And I hope that no matter what happens at the end of this, the Republican Party should remember that Donald Trump showed them how to get their populist groove back. He showed them populism works. He showed them how it works. It's not a dirty word. It's constructive. The Democrats are populist to the core. They always have been. Mm-hmm. But they scared Republicans away from touching populist issues and using that kind of rhetoric. They scared them away from social issues. They told them it's radioactive. You can't win if you touch this. Mm-hmm. It was all balderdash. It was all nonsense. 
nonsense. The, the path to victory all along was going into those populist issues and those social issues and picking hills to die on and fighting for them. That's what President Trump has shown the Republican Party. I hope no matter what happens in the next week, they remember that. Well, they, I don't think they are because, that you know, you know, you got Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch, going around saying, I don't know if I'm going to be the majority leader or the minority leader. Well, why don't you do something, man, you know, to, to, to stop the theft? You know, and I think it's because the Republican Party is far more comfortable, John Hayward, in being the minority. Then they can go around on the campaign trail like they did in 2008 and 2009 or 2009 and 2010. Well, we just can't do anything about that Obama till y'all give us the House. So then we Tea Party gives them the House. Well, we can't do nothing till we get the Senate. Then uh, they get the Senate in 2014. Well, you know, Obama's just going to veto anything we come forth with. So then, you know, uh, the the country uh, gave the White House to the Republican Party, but they specifically went to an outsider because they were tired of these Republicans lying to them in the face, promising that they were going to uh, do immigration reform and seal the border, promising that they were going to repeal and replace Obamacare, promising they were going to do something about Islamic terror and stop the funding the refugee uh, program, bringing people here from terrorist infested countries. And the Republican Party did nothing. They did nothing to stop the gross spending that occurred. And, you know, so, you know, Michael Steele wants us to go back, you know, to to, to more of that in the past. No. So um, I, it, the Republican Party, my message to them, if any of them are listening tonight, and I've got friends that are very active in, in the Republican Party here, and I'm hoping that they get the message that they need to step in here. Because, oh, by the way, John Hayward, final question for you, my prediction going forward that if if Biden is allowed uh, to steal this election, I don't know how many good, valid elections we've got going forward and if any of them can count on ever being reelected. Well, they certainly had better start thinking about what they need to do to prevent this from happening again. They, they need to insist on solid election procedures that can't be abused this way, that can't turn into ridiculous sideshow circuses. You know, everybody should be receptive to the argument for voter ID and make it bipartisan. There should be a lot of Democrat mm-hmm. voters out there right now. I'm convinced of it. They're, they're Democrats. They don't like Trump, whatever, but they don't like this. They, they're looking at what's happening in Michigan and Pennsylvania, and their stomachs are turning. Yes. And they, they don't like this. And you can reach out to those people and say, the one thing we should be able to agree on is that at least we have an honest, responsible election system that, yeah, it expects voters to make a little effort to prove that you're a legitimate voter and vote the right way. Mm-hmm. But at least we have clean elections that are over by the next morning. You know, Absolutely. I think that should be something we can all agree on that we want, no matter what party you belong to. Right. Because even the even the Floridians down there, because y'all got it right. And, and he cleaned house. DeSantis cleaned house after all that stuff and got rid of some people that were still hanging around after the old 2000 uh, debacle that went down in there. What Governor DeSantis did and the the systems that he put in place benefited Democrats as much as it did Republicans. And every Democrat in the state of Florida today, and even in Louisiana and even in Texas, in spite of uh, some of the shenanigans, can feel comfortable that the right outcome actually happened. And the, and the state was declared for the right person. So um, well said, John Hayward. Thank you for being here. I enjoyed having you, and I hope to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good night. All right. uh, We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. And I know the phones have been burning up. Question of the night is, how do y'all think that this is going to, what's the solution to deal with this immediate election crisis? And then how do we prevent this from happening again? Or is it too late? More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Going uh, right back to the phones. Frank uh, from San Diego is on the line and he wants to weigh in. Hey, Frank, welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. What you want to say tonight, my friend? Oh my goodness! It's like all this stuff going on. Where where where's Barr at? Yeah. Where, where are the Republicans at? W- what happened to our party? It's like let's fight for this president. What is going on? Well, I think what's going on is that uh, neither party. When I, when President Trump won, I said that we needed to be careful about our expectations because I said President Trump was going to D.C. and facing two opposition parties, the Republicans and the Democrats. And he has proven, he has exposed the extent of the deep state. And it includes the Republican Party. It includes Christopher Wray. It includes Bill Barr. I didn't like him as a choice of AG. I wasn't convinced that somebody that was a former attorney general under a Bush administration and whose wife sits around having tea with Bill with Bob Mueller once a week at a church group was going to hold anybody accountable because, uh, you know, uh, Trump was a threat. The reason why... They don't want him in is the reason why he was elected. And the reason why he was elected is the reason why the Republican Party doesn't want him, because we went to an outsider to finally fix what was wrong. When the American people chanted, well, you, tw- the whole thing is about these polling places, they're like not letting our attorneys even look at these votes. Who knows where they're from? Who knows where they got them from? Right. I mean, right. The so FBI. What up with that? Why do people want this country to be socialist and communist? Don't they see how those countries live. I don't, I don't get it. Well, I think I think it's different for I think, first of all, I don't know that the American people, if you look at how it going back to my open when I said that it, I don't know, I don't believe that the American people voted for socialism. The American people do. That's why it's so obvious that that these mail-in ballots and this is all a fraud that like those 130,000 ballots that show up all for Biden. Um, you, the American people didn't vote for for um, socialism or they or we would not have retained control of the Senate there. Uh, we would not have had uh, a pickup of the number of House uh, seats that the Republican Party did in Congress. If the American people were had decided to vote for socialism uh, it, that that didn't happen. So getting back to your question about where is A.G. Barr and where is Christopher Ray? They're <laughs> they're part of the deep state. I mean, the FBI, you know, the FBI was so quick within five seconds when somebody complained about a bunch of cars surrounding uh, a Trump parade of cars surrounding the Biden bus, the FBI immediately went and investigated whether or not somebody in a Trump vehicle got too close to the Biden bus. The FBI has done nothing. They have not showed up in one polling station when people's civil rights, our votes are being denied. Uh, Somebody argued with me on my Facebook today, Frank, saying that, well, Barr can't do anything because elections are handled by the state. The Nevada GOP sent a, a criminal referral for 300 cases of fraud just in the state of Nevada alone, there is no excuse for why Bill Barr and Christopher Ray are sitting back and doing nothing when the uh, our Constitution is being shredded and we're being turned into a banana republic. And what I don't understand is why the, why we don't have more Republicans angry at the Republican Party for not doing more. Well, well you know, the whole thing is, I mean, uh, Schumer stood out in front of Congress and complained to them to their face like, where are the Republican senators and congressmen? Where are they at in these states coming up and saying, we want justice here? What's going on? Where are they at? 
I think that they're just happy that they've got their individual little piece of power. And I think the Republican Party is much more comfortable being the minority party. They don't want to govern. They don't want to. They and and I've been asking the question now going back um, to since about the year 2006. How I don't know how much of the Republican Party uh, is they don't fight because they're weak versus how much of the Republican Party they don't fight because they're really just as much about big government, just as much about the deep state, just as much about corruption. These are the people that where where was the these are the same people that didn't do anything to support Trump when he was being illegally spied on, when he was being illegally investigated by Bob Mueller. They were saying these are the same people that were saying we just need to let this investigation play. Out. These are the same people that knew this. The FBI sat on Hunter Biden's laptop at, at the same time that Trump exactly. was being inve- being impeached for a crime that they knew that they had evidence that Joe Biden had committed. And you're still not hearing anybody. Where was Christopher Ray? Where was Bob Barr, Bill Barr back when this Hunter laptop w- exploded three weeks ago? They were nowhere. Well, I just were they? wanted you to know that. We love having you back on the air. Thank you. And I'm down here in Solana Beach looking at the moon. Mm. And it's just, I just can't believe what's happening in my country. And I hope I don't lose what we have. That's that's the only thing I'm concerned about. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate that. You enjoy being out on that beach with that moon because that's one of the reasons why I'm still in Southern California. But here's we're going to take a break. We come back and 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 I think that we're going to talk about some results. I don't know, Frank, if you if you uh, saw the results of some of the California propositions and the fact that so many uh, people voted for Trump in this country, five million more than did in 2016, and the, he got the evangelical vote and the farmer vote and the and uh, historic levels of black vote and Latino vote. This this country was shifting away from socialism and that's why they're having to steal it back. So I think we have reason to have some hope as to the future of this country, but we've got to be willing to fight for it. And Frank, thank you for calling in. Got to leave it there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, In fact, I got an email from somebody we're going to talk about. Uh, some California results that I think bear a, a little bit of optimism for us in the future. Because I got an email from a listener today who said, Hello, Andrea, San Diego resident here, an avid listener of The Answer. My wife and I are having a hard time believing local election results, especially for President Trump. We have never seen so many Trump flags, bumper stickers, rallies, parades, etc. for any candidate before. Adding that we are a military town, I'm just not buying that turnout for Biden was as strong as results say. Any input and or help? Well, we're going to talk about uh, local results as well as California results uh, when we come back. So don't go away. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. But if you want to call... Because we're taking calls tonight, 888-344-1170. Hang in there, Skins. You look wore out, my friend. You wore out, child? You wore out, baby? I don't know. I, I need a pot of, two pots of coffee. Yeah, well, go get yourself some sauce during the commercial break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. At the open of the show, I was asking you guys what you thought the solution was for this crisis. Was it going to come in the form of lawsuits? 
or uh, or not. And um, also going forward, how do we prevent this again? Ideas for uh, you know making making our elections safe and have integrity. Joe from IB is on the line, and he's got I guess some ideas for uh, the voter registration fix and uh, fighting voter fraud. Hey Joe, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Let me just say that the voting process is way too critical to not do this. We are in the midst of a crisis, and the only way to solve this is we do need a voter re-registration process and a voter card. We drive vehicles, we're renewed every four to eight, eight years, whatever it is. The voter registration is so important that we have to have periodic re-registration. This is a process that will help to validate people mm-hmm. and their authenticity of their vote. It's right. very simple. We get a re-registration or a card that says that we are validated and that it needs to be renewed periodically. And then they'll have to set in place an oversight, somebody that oversees the registration and re-registration process that is both bipartisan. So we so there is some type of an oversight and a committee that says, hey, this is done fairly. We're validating votes and we have a registration and a licensing to vote. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't haven't re-registered since I was 18 years old. Well, I have because I've moved. Um, And, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, it's all about, oh, but, you know, you're trying to suppress the vote, Joe. Oh, you just must hate minorities. Uh, You know, you know, who's trying to who's trying to steal votes from minorities tonight? Who's stealing votes from black people? Who's stealing votes votes from Hispanics? Everything that the left has done under the guise of convenience has really been about voter fraud with this motor voter. uh, California, we had how many hundreds of thousands of illegals that were registered to vote through the DMV here? Absentee ballots. I had a healthy debate here in my studio. There's people in the conservatives who still think that absentee ballots are tight. No, they're not. Dead people voted absentee in the state of Nevada. Thousands of people, dead people, as well as underage people voted absentee. Early voting, I don't want any of that. I think that we need to be, I like what you're talking about with voter registration. We can't even purge the registration vote. But we had seven counties in Wisconsin. More people voted than were registered to vote. We have dead people voting all over this country. It is absolutely insane that we don't have a process, and it should be federally done. Voter registration. For voter registration and with voter ID and you not and make sure that we don't have illegals voting and make sure that we don't have dead people voting. It's insane. Um, I saw somebody and, and, and Andrea yeah. periodically the, mm-hmm. the the DMV goes through their records and they purge their records. Yeah, and as badly run as the DMV, it's better. And by the way, it doesn't prejudice against people getting a driver's license. Right. What we're trying to do is say, look, if you're a valid voter in the state of California, you show your card when you walk in to the polling place. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that gets me to yet another subject. I think it's time now that the nation says no more pre-election polls. Right. They're all faulty, fraudulent polls. They showed that Hillary Clinton was going to win by, win by a landslide, and she lost. They showed this time that Joe Biden was ahead by double digits, and it caused Republicans to stay home. So it's time to say once and for all, let's get rid of the polling, pro- the polls, the pre-election polls, make them illegal and say no, because on election day, before the polls close, news can't pre- produce results. 
Well, I don't know that we can make them illegal. I, 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 we, we've also got to deal with this big tech. Facebook banned a, a group of 300,000 that was, was started within 24 hours. It was a stop the steal group. And within 24 hours, they had 300,000 uh, members of it and they were banned. President Trump has had what 90% of his tweets have been censored. Rudy Giuliani posted a video uh, uh, on a tweet that was a Democrat poll worker who was out, outraged and did a video describing the fraud taking place in his poll and Twitter took it down. We have, and the Republican Party, I said earlier, I am, I am as angry at the Republican Party for allowing all this to go on, Joe, because this should not be happening um, in, uh, in our country. They haven't done what they needed to do to deal with big tech. They should have had their protections taken from them and be treated as a publisher for a long time. What they well, control you know, the message and I you get, control minds. Yeah, you know, Andrea, look, I got to tell you, when Trump brought this up, everybody laughed. Yes. Everybody laughed at him with the absentee ballots or the mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, oh, he's trying to suppress the vote. Look, this is a perfect example of harvesting ballots and bringing them in in droves. And these last-minute mail-in ballots, which are causing mass confusion in these five swing states, it's just ridiculous what we've allowed in the voting process. We really do need to get back to basics. And that means re-registration, no more of this immediate register. I waited like two weeks before Mm -hmm. I could vote when I was voting age. I couldn't go into the polls and vote the night I registered. That's absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. It is absurd. You know, all this about convenience is not really a convenience for the voter. They don't give a crap about voter convenience. What they care about is opportunities that they can to steal the election. And this is where we are. And and I don't know if you've heard the latest, but Gavin Newsom, Joe, has decided that that uh, that mail in balloting is, is something that he wants to have permanent. And so you know, the, the, the Democrats have been playing a long game to and Rush Limbaugh talked about this years ago, that at some point elections would would be irrelevant in, in this country. It would be it would be symbolic. They wouldn't be real anymore because of the Democrats plan to steal them. And we're real close. If if Biden is allowed to steal this, when all the different ways that it's being stolen from mail and balloting to dead people voting and all the different ways uh, that the fraud has taken place, then I think that this that uh, our valid elections might already be in the rear view mirror for America. That's how serious it is, Joe. Of of course it's serious. And this is the other thing that really annoys me. Wrap it. 10 seconds. We're about out of time. So look, Gavin Newsom is running the state of California. Eventually, voters are going to have to say, we got to get rid of this guy. Well, I don't know what happened with the recount. We had a recount. I don't know where we're at with the recount. Hundreds of thousands of people supposedly voted for this. But I don't know that I trust that that's going to be properly handled by the state, when, even with the amount of signatures. I, you know, I, I, I've got people telling me they still trust the system. They still trust our, our election integrity at the state and at the city and, and, at the, at, at, and across the country national level. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know that well, I do. I, I don't. You're right. It is, this does have to be nationalized, though. It the does. The voting process has to be nationalized. All right. We thank can't you. have these individual states going on their own. Absolutely. Joe, thank you so much for calling in. We keep promising y'all that we're going to get to get to these state um, propositions. I think we're going to have to set time for that. Set time aside. A for no that caller tomorrow. segment because we got lots to go down. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the uh, to remind you guys, one of the uh, propositions on the ballot is once again, how are they going to make it easy? You know, uh, to steal the elections. They one of the propositions on the ballot was seventeen year olds being able to vote in primaries if they were going to be eighteen at the time of the general election. That should be That's an one. instant no. 
Well, we'll give you the results on that tomorrow. And another one that's interesting we're going to get into tomorrow is how did California vote on a re- restoring affirmative action in the state? Uh, as well as uh, you guys will be surprised, I think, on that result. Um, People need to stay strong out there. I want to say that because I've been pretty down myself. Yeah. But th- this isn't over. Uh, we are going to fight this until you know in, until we can't fight anymore. But stay strong. Absolutely, I think we can. We're going to deal with the propositions and the measures tomorrow. But I think that we can safely say that good news that Daryl Issa has won the 50th congressional good. district. Amar Campanajar is refusing to concede at this point, but I don't think that he has any pathway to recoup the difference. And so the, let's let's end on that positive note for us tonight. Hey, love you all. Thanks to all the callers. Thanks to John Hayward from Breitbart. And I love you all so much. Let's keep this fight going.